Hey peeps, welcome back, welcome back. Today is a beautiful November 20th, and I want to thank you for listening to the last podcast episode that I was mostly in. <laughs> Anyways, today CI will be teaching you about the Congress and what's the difference between mandatory and discretionary spending. Serena, who told you to start my podcast? I wasn't even ready, little girl. Uh, I mean, I was excited to be on here, so I started early. Well, fine. Anyways, I will also briefly state what the Congress has to do with virtue versus freedom. Now let's get to learning. Talk to you all soon. Hey y'all, welcome back from the short break, folks, and let's talk about the Congress. (laughs) The Congress is very, very powerful. Also, the Congress play a major role in domestic policy and foreign policy, believe it or not. They make laws that we go by on a day-to-day basis, and we never really notice what the Congress does unless it's stated on the news about something that's very important. Like me, I I didn't even know what the Congress did or does unless it was told to me or I learned more about it in my favorite class. (laughs) Hint, Stroppy. (laughs) Anyways, furthermore, the Congress plays a role in domestic policies by making decisions that are directly related to all the issues and activity within the United States or the nation boards. An example would be a scenario defunding schools during COVID-19. It stated that the president, being Donald Trump at the time, and the executive branch power would be over funding for school. The Trump administration wanted to reopen schools and tie funding, but in my opinion, that is a bad idea. It's still COVID-19, people. Are you guys trying to kill us or what? Anyways, here's why the con- here's where the Congress come in. They have the power of purse. Hold on, see. What do you mean, like a purse like my mom be having around his shoulders? What? What, Girl, no, not that type of purse. Purse of Congress is them being able to control the budget. Oh, so they have the power to control all the money is what you're saying. Yep, they do. That's technically called still a purse. What? How? Well, I put my money all in my purse. It seems the Congress has a big purse of their own. Girl, bye. You play too much. (laughs) Anyways, as I was saying, the Congress controls all the money. So Trump can't do anything that he wants to do without the Congress' help. Because (laughs) that's a lot of money needed to do that. (laughs) Therefore, this is an example of domestic policy. Because Congress are finding out different ways to advance in the worlds of politics. In which the example was COVID-19 and school fundings. Okay, see, talk about how the Congress plays a role in the foraging policies. Gosh, I'm getting to that. Anyways, Congress plays a role in foreign policies because they negotiate with other nations that are outside the United States or the na- na- nation boards. An example would be war's power. It talk about war happening outside of the United States. The Congress wanted to stop the president from making any unwanted wars from happening ever again. So, guess what they did? <laughs> they stopped the president from just sending military forces without their permission first. <laughs> Sound like a parent, don't they? <laughs> they are tired of the undeclared wars from the president. 
Since they are tired of these wars, the president now needs the Congress to say or so regarding or regarding to go to the war on their own. I hate war. It kills so many people. So why would the presidents want to start a war for no reason? I don't know, sir. And there are crazy people in this world. Some of these people are the president. <laughs> but thankfully, we have the Congress to stop the wrong things from happening outside of the United States and inside of it. Oh, thank you, Mr. Congress, for keeping everything in order for us. Serena, shut up. That's cringy. <laughs> Anyways, let's take a short break. See you all again soon. Yeah, see you soon, cuz. I have another question. Oh, here we go again. Welcome back from the short break. Now I can ask my question. So, see, what's the difference between mandatory and discretionary spending in your own words? You know, Serena, I wish you could shut up sometimes, but I guess I'll answer this little simple question. The difference between mandatory and discretionary spending is that mandatory spending is when money is spent for the people or different the different entitlement programs. Also, it uh, is authorized by the law that continues without the need for annual approval by Congress, specifically Social Security. What are entitlement programs? Oh, well, those are Medicare and Social Security, like I said earlier. Basically, you'll see these things on your tax paper when you get one, Serena. Tax papers? I don't need those. I'm too young for that. Why do you think I said when you get one? Of course you're not getting one at the age of nine. Stop exposing my age, see? Before I tell you, guess the big secret. You wouldn't dare. <laughs> oh, yes, I will. Well, moving on, folks. <laughs> Let's talk about discretionary spending. Discretionary spending is when spending that must be approved by Congress when it comes to budgeting. An example would be the national defense the Congress pay the the Congress pays for it all. As you can see, the Congress is very powerful in pretty much everything, like I said earlier, since they control all the money. What is a national defense? Serena, I swear if you say another dumb old thing, I'm gonna beat your head in. But I really don't know what is that. Even it's like Fighting or something? Yes, or something like that. It's when the Congress decides to put the funding funding in for the war, and they pay for nuclear weapons and atomic energy and stuff like that. Uh, that sounds pretty scary. That's because it is. Now, anyways... Hey, I just thought about another question with the two differences of mandatory and discretionary spending. How does that affect the way that Congress and the president and the president makes different policies? Well, well, well. She actually thinks of a really good question for once. Oh, shut up and answer the question. I don't know who you think you're talking to, but I'll answer your little question. Well, I know that the Congress has a lot to do with both of them because they have all the money. I also know that the Congress sets the new funding level for certain things. 
Basically, they decide how much money to spend each year, what to spend it on, and how much how to raise the money. Why did the Congress sounds like our dad? <laughs> Serena, shh, that don't even make sense. Now, moving on from her retarded and dumb comment, let's talk about the president. The president helps the Congress by vetoing bills and signing them when the Congress makes the law. They have to listen to the Congress and what, they have, what they're trying to do with the funding. Or, should I say, money, money, money. <laughs> but, I mean, the president can request to counsel what the Congress wants to fund in, their, in our budget. But I think that it won't do much except make the Congress mad. Because, I mean, I would be mad, too. I mean, if I was doing something for the greater good, you know what I mean. But I would understand if it was bad, but it's 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 not somewhere it's not don't disagree with me because my stuff is fantastic and amazing <laughs> i think overall that they kind of work together in a way but let's be real the congress is running this stuff and has the most power i mean we're talking about money money the discretionary military spending is ran by both the president and the Congress, in my opinion. Even though the spending is different, they both work together with one another. So, let the president and Congress do their thing and run the United States like a boss. With both, the, with both of the ways of spending. Ah, uh, see? I have one final question. Well, what's... Well, what's the dang question, little girl? Oh, sorry, I was daydreaming for a second there. <laughs> Anyways, my question is, what does this all have to do with feeding versus virtue? Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. That's an easy question, though. <laughs> and there's a very simple answer. Of course, the Congress and the discretionary and mandatory spending have to do with virtue versus freedom. I'll say it's more on the virtue side, though. I say this because this podcast is mostly about Congress, and they set the rules and regulation around these parts. So, don't mess with them people, or else you'll die. See? Stop joking around. They're not going to do anything to anyone. Oh, whatever, Serena. Let me scare them a little. Anyways, yeah, I believe it's more on the side of virtue, because Congress and really the president can do can and can and will set rules for the people now let's take a short break folks hey yo peeps did you miss me while we were on break <laughs> i know you did because if you didn't i'm gonna kill you i'm just joking i'm just joking <laughs> anyways let's con- tr- conclude this puppy Let's talk about what you learned today. So starting off, you all learned that the Congress controls all the money, and I mean all of it. Furthermore, you learned how the Congress play a role in domestic and foreign policies. You also learned about discretionary and mandatory spending and how the President and the Congress work together in a way. <laughs> they, they, and, they make, and how they make different laws with the money. Moreover, you learned my opinion on the Congress and the President making rules and regulations for the citizens of the United States. And finally, you learned how virtue and freedom have to do with the Congress and discretionary discretionary and mandatory spending. 
that's a lot of stuff you learned. I ain't even gonna write a lot. <laughs> Alrighty then, that's it, folks. Until next time on Learning Events with Sierra. Peace! Hey, how come I didn't get to say the outro? Girl, bye. Didn't end the practice yet, so get to talk to you guys all before I, I head to my room to hit the hay. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast with me and my sister, and if you will always, always, from now on, let me do the outro. Love you all, and I'll see you next time on Learn Events with Tiara. Hey, give me the tablet and shut up already, will you? Bye, folks.